are you comfortable hunching over like that? I would say make it a little bit higher if you can. But if you I can't, did. I no, just like do you have books? Like put books under the computer. I put like seven towels under it right now. Now <laughs> <laughs> my computer's gonna die. And I'm gonna have to fix it during it. Like this. Perfect. Okay. Haircut? Mm-hmm. Oh wait, I want to ask about your date too. We'll do that. Okay. <laughs> Come on, man. You, you, already did. you just did it online. <laughs> okay. Um uh, hold on. I'm just gonna bring my headphones over here just in case I need them at some point. Crotch shot. <laughs> Okay, are you feeling comfortable after after assuming 17 different positions? <laughs> Come on, man. I feel good now. I'm as good as I'm good for you. Okay, good. Okay, welcome back to the podcast. You're back. You're you're I think you're the only returning guest. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, man. I'm happy to be here, man. I'm glad. Um it's going to be fun. Talk about whatever you want. Um we're going to go on the fly. On the fly. No preparation. No preparation. Conversational and amazing. So the first time you came on was was almost a year ago. Almost two years ago. No, wasn't it last? No, it was two. It was two Christmases ago. Oh, really? We were, yeah, yeah. Because we didn't do it last Christmas. Oh, yeah. When I saw you. Uh, well, a lot's gone down then. So br bring yeah. us up to speed. So you. I'm just like looking back because I can't believe that's true, but I believe you, but that's crazy. Yeah, I remember like vaguely some stuff that we talked about. Um, no, it was 2022. 2022. It debuted January 4th, 2022. Right, so it was, we did it in 2021. All right. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> we are done school soon last time we talked you were like in the midst yeah um yeah should be getting done in the spring summer with the time in like yeah may june july range um, in uh exercise physiology phd exercise physiology and tell the people what you want what you're trying to do what you want to do what do you want to do um, I don't like, I have like ideas, um, traditionally, like there's like a bunch of different like routes you could take. Like there's like the traditional, you go work at a school, a, a college, a university, something like that and teach and do research. Um, but I don't really want to do that personally. Um, I kind of want to go into like industry, um, which is like, just as an example, like companies like Nike, New Balance, Gatorade, um, like Puma, they do a lot of like athlete testing, um, physiology, monitoring. Like there's, there's a lot of like biotech companies that make like wearable devices that might need someone who who knows about the human body and, and exercise. Um, so that's an option. There's also places like um, in the government, so like the Army, the Navy, NASA, um, 
That's so, yeah. So those are like places that hire people like me. And then there's also like like some other jobs I've been looking into, like just kind of like writing jobs. Like I enjoy writing. Um, I wouldn't mind trying like a remote job out for a bit. Um, but I, I really like working with athletes, doing um, athlete testing. Uh, so like sports teams is, is also an, an option. Um, and, and like what that means is like essentially someone would, it's sort of like I do at UConn a lot. Um, like people will come in, let's say it's a runner and they're prepping for like a marathon or something like that. And they come in and get tested. So we run them through like a battery of tests, depending on what they want to know. And then that can help kind of like inform their training, um, and kind of guide like where their weaknesses are, um, how they can fuel uh, during a race or a competition. Um, so I like that a lot. Um, so not the traditional college professor route. I don't really think I want to do. Um, it's just not yeah. really my thing. I don't really like the vibe. Um, I feel like you'd be better doing something like. In, in yeah, the I, yeah, and I just think I don't really fit in well in the um why the academic environment I, I don't know it's just the personalities stuffy now they're all like good people like i don't um yeah it's just and right. like i'm not saying that's like that's everywhere it's just not what you know i'm accustomed to but i'm definitely glad i've done it like I'm, i don't regret it um yeah super cool it's been a cool experience um but yeah you know i just want to try something different for a little bit and then see what happens for sure. so yeah the long-winded answer so i don't really have like a specific job that i want um but you know there's some options that are your options yeah. open mainly though i just really like to exercise like that is like the one thing that I just really like to do the most in life. Hmm. Um, so I feel like if I was more um, gifted genetically, I would be a great pro athlete because I love to just train. Why like do you I, think that you aren't gifted? Like, why do you think you couldn't? I mean, like the, the time has passed for me to make a lot of money being an athlete. Well, depends on the sport. I got, uh, yeah, great I, guess I, go, I, I guess I go like do, do like a equestrian maybe and bowling equestrian. You could be a. Um, yeah, I'm saying like the sports that I would want to do. Um, right. Yeah, or just like training. So I would like a job where that you know. You could be. What if like, well, but like basketball players, they play into their forties. Like you, yeah, you have a, you have a good decade. You could if you went to like. Yeah, a I didn't even play college college basketball. I can't just go try out for the NBA. Skill guess, is skill. Uh, let's just call a spade a spade. I'm, you know, right. a six foot Caucasian male. You know, chances are I <laughs> I would need to compensate for that by something extraordinary. But yeah, um, yeah, I just I just like to train so. Um, some way I can work with sports and, and, and athletes and just help them train and then just kind of be in like in, involved with it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I just love sports and training 
And then secondarily, I, uh, I like the science behind it, kind of like how to explain everything. Like, why does this happen? Why does that happen? Um, like, why are you experiencing this? Like, why aren't you getting faster? All that, all that kind of stuff. Right. Which, and you're, you're very smart. You've become smart in life. Um, you like, you work really well. smart. <laughs> Not always. Well, I think you've applied yourself a lot more in recent, in the past seven years ish. But yeah, I think everybody's, I think everybody's smart, man. I just don't know it. Everyone has the potential, maybe. I don't think everyone's smart. Yeah, you're right. Me either. Um, but right. yeah, everyone but, can but, be like. I just think there's different types of smart. Like if you look at someone who's like a, like a mechanic, like a really good mechanic, like I consider them like very smart. Mm. You know, whereas like, I guess the majority of people like wouldn't think of like smart people and then like think of like. Right. that kind of job but like they are s smart they just apply it in a different way you know? yeah well and just going back to like your interest and intelligence and physical performance all of that has kind of dovetailed nicely into the hamptons to hollywood fitness program which you are the driving force behind we'll say yeah so we have a couple clients that we have worked with that you've worked with i'll say you but um and because last time we spoke we were launching it right and now we we are two years according to your math yeah. <laughs> uh into it and we have had we've had multiple clients and so like what i want to hear like what is your what have you what's been your experience with it you know i i think it's I think it's cool. Like I, I like the experience I get with it. Um, yeah, I enjoy it. Like the people seem to like it. Um, and it's really, it's like, like it makes you think a lot because um, everyone wants like a different thing. Mm. Like, you know, like there's one guy who's a runner, um, someone like you who doesn't like to run um, at all um which is fine you, you know but it's like i I'll, like every sunday or, or whatever when i go do like i kind of have to just like switch gears when i'm doing every person's thing and like tailor it to their specific wants, wants and needs and then like but you what know, also you recommend yeah for sure um but that's why it's but, so cool because it's like both. yeah They're getting... like at the end of the, right like i'll be like you know i think this isn't I think this is an important thing that you should do, like like squatting or something. But if someone like really just hates squatting, like I'm not gonna, you know, like there's other things you can do. Like you, know, like if you hate to run, like there's other ways to get the benefit of that, you know, like cycling or. I will say that I got new running shoes per your recommendation, and I thought about going on a run today to really. I mean, I've been going to the gym in them, but like really to test them out. You should. Well, a little jog. We'll see. <laughs> little jog. Little jog around town. Whatever. This is a mile. <laughs> um, like I definitely learned stuff. For like sure. What? Like what? Um, like I think like working with people, you get like a 
understanding of like, so like you can go read about training and you know, how to program something and like, you'll get these textbook definitions of things. And then it's like, um, you get a person that for whatever reason, like you can't do that for that person and you have to like modify it on the fly. So, um, it's just good to get that like real world mm. experience. Um, you know, because like not everything is just like textbook, like applying, like you can't just take like research and apply it directly to a person because, you know, research is like imperfect and there's no research studies on like a individual. It's usually um, an average of people and the studies might be six weeks long or like a year at most, but like you're working with someone for multiple years. So like, it's like, it's never, um, so yeah, like I learned just how, how different people, um, react and just like how to like tailor things to what they enjoy. Because like the main thing is like getting people to be consistent. Like, unless you're like a, like a pro athlete, like if you want to be the best, um, 5k runner in the world and you're like i don't want to run more than 20 miles a week like then i would be like well then you don't want to be the best 5k runner in the world mm -hmm. like like there's some things it's like like you have to run a lot to be good at that thing but like for the majority of people that we work with um there's nothing that is like you have to do this thing you know you can always kind of modify and yeah just learn the, like different preferences and how people respond to different trainings and training loads and yeah yeah I don't know. Like, it's hard to say like an exact thing i've learned but i think it's just the no, interaction yeah and it's all i mean so now like summer is kind of like past which a lot of people like try and work out to get like summer bodies and the whole thing right right when it's like really you should be doing to your point about consistency be doing this like year round but now is actually a really good time if you are interested in joining the hamptons hollywood fitness program because it's like you'll have it let's say you start in october 1st and then or november whatever and then you have like six ish months of building and consistency and yeah you know fitness acumen before june <laughs> when you can when those results will be like shown in a really great way. So it's always yeah. like if the off season is really important for training. Yeah. And like the biggest thing is just like the consistency. It, it's just like, um, investing, like it just compounds over time. Mm. Like, um, like I'll go, I'll, I'll give you an, an example, like for distance running, like for the marathon, the majority of these guys like are peaking in their like mid to late thirties. Like a lot of them. Like if you look at the best one, the guy like in history, he's like 38 right now. Uh, they're 39. And, you know, he's getting better as he gets older. And like the idea is that, you know, there's some adaptations that take place that, you know, you, you like it takes like 10 years to kind of um, capitalize on that. So, yeah, like you can make a lot of gains in six months or a year but it's more so just like like there is a component that's very like 
additive. So like if you, yeah, it's just like, like, like the, the more time that you have in the game, like the harder it, it becomes to lose those um, changes that you've made. Right. So like if you take a week off, like I just did recently, it's like if I took a week off a year ago, because I've been doing it for like a few years, like the the loss won't be as great because I've right. compounded more muscle technically or like fitness. Yeah, like and just you, you're just more like resilient. Like your tissues are yeah stronger. Yeah, so it's like if someone who trains for you know really hard for you know a month and then they like they could lose all of that with like a week or two off. Right. But like if I take like a week off. Like, yeah, I'll get like a little less fit, but like, I'll be able to get it, like get, get it back so quickly because it's like, I have the, the base, the background. So tell me yeah. about if someone like travels frequently and they're like, okay, like I am going to be in town in my home for like a full month. I'm going to like work out like twice a day instead of like the normal, like once a day that I have been doing in with the theory is to like overcompensate or like to compensate for, mm -hmm. for yeah. like my inconsistent schedule. What, like, is that, tell me about how, uh, like productive that is. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. I mean, it can be like, it depends like what you're, but doing. then, but sorry, but then the month, the, the month after the 30 days, they'll be kind of like intermittently traveling or working out, or there's just not as much consistency. I mean, I think there's like a benefit to that. Whereas like when you have the time you do more. So like for, like for me, for like, uh, for, for example, like in the summers, I like these past few years, I usually have a, like more free time in the summer than from like September to, um, June or May or, or whatever. So like this whole summer, I've been trying to work out like twice a day every day but i know i can like handle it like i know it's not something that i can't handle so like there is like it's not a bad thing i, I would say like where it would be concerning is you're kind of treating it like um like binge drinking you know it's almost like like, right. like it's like it's healthy obviously like if someone but like if you don't have like a, a good base and like you go from doing very minimal and then you just go really, really hard for like a month. Um, what I see a lot is that people will burn out and they can't really keep right. it up. So like, I would rather someone do, you know, let's just say like 30 minutes on the bike every single day for a year, than um, you know, one month of two a days, one month off and one month of two a days. I don't really have any like, science to support that but i think there's just something to the consistency and then um you know you just kind of build over time you know you do 30 minutes a day for a month and then go up to 40 minutes a day and then you know you can apply that to weightlifting or really anything you want so yeah like there's you can definitely and like um athletes will do this like they'll have like what like what they call a overreaching phase so like training is not like static throughout the year like if you have competitions it's in certain times of the year, the off season, like your training looks, looks different. So like there's certain times of the year where um, let's say like a runner or a cyclist, 
they'll have a, like what they call a overreaching phase where they do like more than what they have been doing. As, I just I just had like miles per week um, or something like that, and they'll, they'll really like push to their limit, and then you kind of recover from that and rest, and you bounce back even better. That's the idea, mm, right? So it's kind of like a concept like that. I, I would just yeah, like you, like you don't want to get into the habit of, you know, I'm, I'm going to go really really hard for like a month, and then not do anything for much. So like for someone who's traveling, like that's why like, I really like running. Um, because like when I am out like tra traveling, like, you know, I can always just go run. I, like I, I just need shoes. Like there's nothing right. that, um, and like, that doesn't mean you, you have to run 40, 50 miles a week, every week. But like, it's, it's like, for me, it's convenient to be able to like, you know, I, I, I can go out and do like a hard one hour to 90 minute run. And like, it can be like, okay. Like, it's not like a huge shock to my system. So like, I, I think it's kind of like, if you're that kind of person and you like to run, um, I think that's a good option. But um, I heard that this one guy, Michael Joyner, he, um, he's like a famous physiologist at the Mayo Clinic and he studies like exercise and all that stuff and like he brings a jump rope everywhere he goes which is very convenient um you just put it in your bag and you can just do jump rope push-ups squats whatever um so yeah so we pulled the people and asked about questions that they had so i kind of want to touch base on some of these questions and then Let's we'll do it. talk about other things in between okay so and just so the people know, these are, so this is my first time hearing them. It's a, uh, yeah. <laughs> so don't, um, yeah, I'll try to give precise answers if I can, but if I get caught off guard, um, don't. But you'll be yeah. fine. You, they won't okay. cancel you. So a lot okay. of people, I think we're hoping that this podcast is going to be in person because a lot of people are asking us to, to physically bite each other. <laughs> A, a, a lot of like arm wrestling. Um, who's stronger? Remember, remember when you drop kicked me when we were kids? Wait, what? No, you don't remember that? No, remind me. We like got in a fight. I think I was I was like thirteen, maybe. It's like before you moved. It's like right before you moved to California, and I just remember I like threw you on the couch, and like from like this the seated position, like you love to kick. That's like your thing. And you literally just drop kicked me in, in the chest. I just fell on my ass. Oh, wait. I think I do remember this. I was like, I was oh, like wow, this is just funny. That was probably our last physical altercation. I love that, like, I drop kicked a 13 year old. <laughs> <laughs> full, full child abuse. Anyway. I was Honestly. <laughs> You're pissing me off, probably. Uh. Um,. But yeah, yeah really, which brother is stronger? Arm wrestle, like they want us like oh. a lot of stuff like that. Uncle, that um, one of those questions was from Uncle Naki, but a lot of people said that too. So we can do that, not virtually. No, I'm saying um, I see you. Yeah. Okay. Stay tuned for that. For that. For that. But 
one of the things well okay the first question was how does eating um more protein help with losing weight i guess there's like a few ways it could help like one protein um tends to be more like satiating so by the way what this is from seth by the way a former client. Oh, um so protein tends to be more satiating um which is one so like if you were to eat a high protein breakfast compared to like you know a bagel and like a biscuit or like whatever else like you probably would um feel more full for longer um that's one it it, it helps you grow more muscle mass um obviously and having more lean mass is you know conducive for body composition having more lean mass um so it's like i mean losing fat and weight loss is essentially a calories in calories out problem like you could lose weight eating nothing but bread if you eat like 500 calories of bread per day like yeah like you obviously lose weight so like um but i think like to healthy to like lose weight in like a healthy way and i'm not like a fat loss expert um but i think like a lot of people don't eat enough protein and yeah it's satiating there's also this thing called like the thermic effect of food so um protein is kind of harder to break down and that it costs energy to digest food right. so it costs you more energy to break down that compared to other foods um but that's kind of negligible you know it's not like a huge amount um of calories it takes to do that um but yeah like i, I would say like a lot of it is just like replacing other you know not so great foods with protein, protein. um yeah like I, I think people should eat so like the rda for protein which is like the recommended dietary allowance yeah is 0 0.8 grams per kilogram of your body mass so if i weigh 165 pounds so yeah you, you would divide that by 2.2 .2, so you're probably you're around like 70 kilos give or take um so that would mean you would eat you know less than 70 grams of protein per day I would eat less than 70 grams of protein. It's 75. So I would eat. So so 0.8 times 75, whatever oh, that math is. So it's less than 75. I see. So I would eat 60 grams of protein a day is my. Yeah. So that is like, so like the RDA is basically like kind of like the minimum that you need to like survive. So sustain, um, and then if I want to like build muscle, then I would maybe. No, I would say the RDA is like garbage. I would say it's way too low. I think like everyone should be eating, no matter what you're doing, like 1.2 to 1.6, probably closer to 1.6 grams per kg. And if you're weightlifting a lot and you're very active, I would say even up to two grams per a kilogram, which is like a gram per pound. Okay, so let me just do the math. So if just as a simple math equation for everyone. So your so weight- you, I'd recommend you eat a, like around like 150 grams a day. 
because you weight lift a lot and stuff like that. That's wild. I definitely do not eat that much. I need to eat more. You might. Um, and yeah, like the, the thing about protein is like you want to have. Um, Wait, let me just do this math real quick. So okay. your weight divided by 2.2. So that's just the conversion from pounds to kilograms. Right. Just to find out your kilograms. So your weight yeah. divided by 2.2 and then times two is, is how much. Yeah, I would say that would be like the upper limit, but that's what like a lot of people um, suggest that are very knowledgeable. And that's like, if you're really active, if you're really which I, I would consider you like, especially you're doing a lot of weightlifting and stuff like that, you know, five or six days a week. Um, you know, like you're working your muscles pretty hard. You know, if you want to maximize muscle growth, um, yeah, I, I would get close to that. Okay. Uh, but like 1.6, I am confident that like that for sure. And okay. then if you want to push it up to two and like, you know, if you're off by like five grams or something, um, yeah. you, you know. So you if you weigh 165 pounds and you're like, if and you're doing 1.6 times the amount of your kilograms, it's about, a, it's 120 grams of protein a day. And dude, that's super reasonable. Like, yeah. so like, let's say like that sounds like a lot, but um, you like four ounces of beef, which is like a handful um and like not even like a huge handful like that might have like 25 grams so just think like you have you know three meals that's like 40 grams per meal um so that could be a you know uh, uh you can do the math like let's say for breakfast um eggs are about six grams each six to eight grams each let's just say they're six um, you know, you have three eggs is 18 grams, um, cup of yogurt, it might be 15. Yeah. That puts you at 30 and then, um, you know, yeah. something else, but like a lot of people, will, like a lot of people will just find it e easier for like one of those meals to just do like a protein shake, which I would okay. recommend. For sure. So, um, so what was it asking about pre-workout is I'm going to read this for, is that pre-workout is it oh is it pre-workout that gives you the tingly feeling good for you um yeah i mean it's not it's not bad there's just like a certain ingredient in there what is that it? uh beta alanine pretty sure and what and why does that that is it like a caffeine like is it a comparable to like a caffeine hit um, it's not, ca I mean, there's caffeine in there too. There's like a lot of stuff in them. Um, yeah, I'm not sure like the exact, I used to know this. Um, I'm not sure like the exact reason why it happens, but like, it's not harmful. Okay. Um, they've done like studies on it. Um, and like, it's actually a pretty good supplement in and of itself. But yeah, if you take a lot they're just like a super stimulant, you know, that's, do you take pre-workout? No, I just, um, I just drink coffee really. Yeah. Same. I don't ever drink pre-workout. I have, but, um, 
But is there any benefit, like nutritional benefit, other than giving you energy to that to pre-workout? I mean, it, it depends which one you got. Um, there's some good ones out there. Like some of them will have like nitric oxide or um, arginine, which is like a precursor to nitric uh, oxide, which helps with like blood flow. Mm. So you kind of like helps with like that muscle pump that you get. You know, mm. you. Um, but yeah, like they pretty much all have caffeine, um, creatine, usually beta, uh, beta alanine and arginine or so i mean you can look on the label um yeah and just see what they have but yeah like g generally they're you know a stimulant and something that tries to you know increase blood flow and just give you like a good pump when you're weightlifting um i, I don't really take them just because i don't like to be like reliant on it right you know um i mean i drink coffee and caffeine and stuff but not like you know overdosing um i know and, I think it's like that analogy like if you like overcharge your phone your phone becomes more like it loses battery faster yeah. so i feel like the same, same kind of thing like if you like become reliant on pre-workout then like your base level will want it for you to perform yeah. and like I i'm not saying like it's a bad thing to take it. Like I, like a lot of people do it. Like, you know, I think it's fine. Like if you don't drink coffee or energy drinks or other things and like, you want to do that, I mean, go for it. You know, I probably wouldn't do it like at night. It's like sleep reasons. And, yeah. um, but yeah, I would like for my personal preference, I, I would just use it like sparingly, you know, when you're, you have like a long day or, like let's say you want to you you, you want to go in the gym and like max out for like a three rep squat like as much as you can do and you really want to get fired up and you know you want every advantage you can get like yeah go ahead and do it but it's like you don't want to become like a junkie for pre-workout in my opinion it's yeah. but like it's, it's also not like a bad thing you know just don't overdo it like anything else like there's nothing in there um that is necessarily bad for your yeah. health but there's some that have been like some brands so it's kind of hard to speak on it in general okay. but yeah. what are some i just have a really good oh i was gonna say what you're talking about sleep what is like how important is sleep do you think like what so, i mean it's really important um yeah so like sleep is the one thing in my life that i I probably don't have fully optimized. Um, and it's important, man. Like, you know, like, all you got to do is just have like a four hour night of sleep and just see how you feel and perform. Oh. Right. Cause the answer is not. Um, and like, sometimes like you'll be fine, but I think we all know what it feels like to be running on low amounts of sleep. And um, so sleep, I mean, like poor sleep is really bad for testosterone. It's, it's when you like reset, Yeah. um, you know, like brain health, um, like part of the reasons that you sleep is you kind of like clear out some metabolites and things that kind of build up in your brain throughout the day. Um, it's really bad for like metabolic syndrome and metabolic health. So like, there's a really cool study 
you know, like they put people, I think on like four hours of sleep for like a week or something. And they did this test to look at um, how well they metabolize sugar. So they give like each person like a fixed amount of sugar and they draw blood periodically. And then you see how much is in your blood. So someone who's very fit will um, take that up into the muscle more. Whereas like a diabetic, it'll hang around in the blood longer because they're resistant to the effects of insulin. So when you put people on healthy people for four hours of sleep for a week, you know, they have this test done and like, they look diabetic, like the results look diabetic. Like they don't actually have diabetes, oh, I see what you're saying. but like it has like effects like that, that are detrimental. And, and just like even performance wise, um, you know, just extra sleep, man, just makes you feel better and like like if you look at pro athletes like runners and stuff like that nba players like you just hear them talk about like they really just love their sleep like yeah. like a lot of people like will say that these like jamaican sprinters are just very lazy because like like when they're not training oh, they're all they do is just sleep because like they train so much but like they really value sleep and every athlete that i've heard of who's very you know, trains a lot. Like I, they all are like really big on sleep. Um, and there's like a bunch of other things. I'm not like a sleep expert, no. but, um, you know, I would just, you know, try and get like your seven to eight hours and wake up at a, like the same time every day. Um, and there's like a bunch of other stuff, like, you know, don't be exposed to light late at night. Don't be on your phone, computer, late you know trying to eat late all, all that kind of stuff somebody asked what your our best brother your best brother memory is do you want to talk about that there's so many um i don't know man that's okay um <laughs> what do you think of mine of you yeah um, well, I probably have more memories of you just because I'm older. Like I, you know what I mean? Like, it's funny yeah. how like, there's the math coming in, <laughs> but isn't it funny how like, I, I truly do like, will always have more memories of you because you don't remember when you were like born. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. Um, that is indeed true. Um, I, I think one of my favorite recent stories was when I sent you that thing on Instagram of the, remember like the birthday thing? Wait, yeah, but yeah, I, I sent it, to, <laughs> it was some, it was, it was like this video of this dumbass girl. Um, and I'm sorry to like say it there, but like this was like a really dumb thing. And I forget what it was. It's like, if you add like the year you were born and like oh. the year it is, like you get your age and it's like no shit, like because you've been <laughs> the way in which it was <laughs> raised. Was very... uh, I, I have to find the exact like ex example, but you were like no way, and I was like sending it to you as like this girl is so dumb, like ha ha ha, and you were like that's so crazy. <laughs> I will. 
I'll try and insert it here. I have a question. Yeah. I saw this online today and I don't think it's true because I tried your birthday and the, and how old you are and I'm, maybe I'm doing it wrong. Yeah. I saw online today that everybody, if you add your year and how old you are, it comes out to 2023 today. So... Wait, what? Rhea, what? I saw this online today. That are would... you joking though? Like, are you being? Of course, of course, the year you were born and 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 the age that you are, you add those together, you get the current year that we're in. <laughs> it doesn't work for me because my month hasn't happened yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> literally how age works <laughs> okay well whoever put this on their story acted like it was like the craziest thing in the world <laughs> and i was sitting in the car typing in, <laughs> typing in all these <laughs> i was like i typed in yours and i was like wait why is it france working <laughs> Because oh I haven't turned 29 yet, but once I do, it'll work. <laughs> I don't feel good right now about this at all. Oh my god, that's really funny. Um, yeah, I don't know, like we have a lot of memories, man. I know there's so many. Maybe when I, maybe when I asked that guy at the um, Red Robin for the Chardonnay, <laughs> I was 10, and he asked for your ID. That was such a good joke, and he really just he killed it. Right over his head. Oh. <laughs> you went like this. You're like, I'll have the Chardonnay with like, your finger in the air. <laughs> it was like noon. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, literally was like 12. Oh, that's funny. I feel like when you came up here um, for Christmas, we had some funny shit happen. Like last year? Yeah. I remember it was so cold and windy. <laughs> it's winds. Yeah. Um, that was fun. Oh, yeah, when you started dropping the burrito. It was just... <laughs> you remember? All right. Yeah, that's enough. I, I don't know. We have a lot of memories. Um, and no one else will really think they're funny besides us. So That's true. Mom said who wins most of the arguments. Um... I feel like you are more impassioned. I'm more persistent. You just give up. You're like, oh, okay, here he goes. Yeah, 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 that's true. Because I, I just like, you know, I, I just like to... Argue. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even like I like to argue. I just, um, I just like having conversations. And like, I guess sometimes it comes off as I'm... You're like a, but I, I just like the back and forth. Like I just enjoy it, but I, I don't mean it in like a malicious way, but I can mm -hmm. see how sometimes it might come off like that. But, but uh, who, I mean, I, there's no winning. It's just, I just, I mean, I win. Definitely. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> uh, Okay, someone asked, what are some tips for novice lifters? Maybe like your three tips for like a novice lifter. Like never lifted before? <laughs> when I said the word novice, I sound like I had a speech impediment, like a novice, like a novice <laughs> lifter. <laughs> a novice lifter. <laughs> All right, go on. 
um, three tips. Yeah, if you've never, or or you just like want to get back in or into it, or like, I think. Well, go ahead. You can do yours, but I think yeah. is like don't like it's don't be afraid to look dumb in the gym lifting light weight because yeah. you always said like that form is so important that like and dude like most people in the gym like i like a lot of people have told me that they feel like intimidated to do certain things like if i tell you like you know go bring these dumbbells over to like the dip bar and do like this circuit because like it's like not like set up for that you're just kind right. of doing it and you're like yo i feel like on someone's way i'm just like most people in the gym are like pretty like cool like like no one like yeah there, there's like some douchebags everywhere but like people aren't gonna like make fun of s someone for like trying to work out lifting like like they most people will like appreciate that people are there like i don't really you know i just like like if someone is doing something like i i, like, I never am like oh wow that kid's so weak like i never right. doesn't even like no one is like thinking that, but like I know like a lot of people might have that impression. Um, and I think it dissipates the more you are in the gym and like the longer you do it. Like yeah, really like you get more comfortable. You don't care you as much. More people that you know. Yeah, and it's just like you just do your thing. Like who cares? And like even if they do think that, like who cares? Right. Yeah. You know, like it doesn't matter. You know, like you're doing like your thing and like. Um, so yeah, that's a good one. Just don't be into and like, don't be afraid to ask. Like, like, like a lot of people would like, if you said like, Oh, like, how do I do this? Like people are pretty nice in there. Like if you talk yeah. to them, like I've like rarely like had a problem with someone, you know, being like a really mean person in the gym. Yeah. Like people are very, I mean, that's just my experience, you know? I think you're right. I think that if, if so, if I was like working out and someone said like, Hey, like, can you, sh can you like spot me? Or can you like show me like that thing that you just did? Cause I, I, I might want to try that. I'd be like, yeah, like, I don't, you know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, don't be afraid to like, if someone uh, like, if you need to be like be spotted on like a bench press, mm -hmm. I've never seen someone ask for a spot and the person said no. Right. It has never happened. I don't think. Yeah. And like, and, and you're like people, yeah. And you meet someone like I've met like so many people doing that, you know, and like, they don't care how much weight you're doing. Like, so yeah, like that's a good one. Just kind of getting over the, the fear, which like, I get it. Cause like there's people in there that have been doing this like 20 years and yeah. like they're in there and like, you can tell like they're jacked and, um, yeah. but yeah, just like, like i think it's more inviting than it might lead on uh i would say like don't do too much to start and like so this is kind of like what we were uh, saying before like you know you go from nothing to like twice a day you mm -hmm. know um i would just you know like three days a week is a good place to start and then just just start like very basic like if you've done nothing like you know, something is better. Like you don't even have to like go do squats, you know, you just go do like a leg press machine, um, leg extensions, shoulder press machine, like stick with machines first. 
Right. Until you get like you can't get hurt, and, and like they'll still like when you're first starting, anything you do is going to like work as far as get you stronger. Mm. Like if you've done nothing, like everything will help. So like, don't get caught up in like, Oh, I need to go do like barbell squats and all this stuff. It's like, no, just like get, you know, just get familiar, start doing some stuff. Like you're, you're going to get sore probably like when you first start. Um, and yeah, just don't do. Yeah. Um, I guess that's two. Yeah. Uh, the third one. Don't do too much. Don't do too much in frequency, and don't do too much. I, this was kind of blended with what I said the first time, but don't do too much weight. Like, make sure your form is good. Yeah, and like that just might. Um, yeah, I was like, that's where like a coach can help, just like teach you. And I, I'm not trying to like plug myself, but like I don't remember how i learned how to squat um i just kind of like learned on my own like i'm sure the first time i did it was like not good and i just you know just being in there all the time watching videos like seeing what a good squat looks like um but yeah just always start easier like yeah. your box squats first you know oh, yeah. um, like there's so many types of squats you can do like before you get to like a barbell squat and like you just don't move on to something like until you're ready. Um, right. Those are good. Eat enough protein. Truly like eating properly eating protein, because then I think once you like, you know, you could do the calories in calories out thing where you could go lift and like eat a donut. Right. If, but as long as you're still burning more than you're consuming, like you're gonna lose weight. But I think that if you start eating better, you know, starting out, you will, you'll see results quicker and it might make, motivate you to keep doing it. Do you know what I mean? Because you're seeing the results and you don't want the results to. Yeah. Um, I mean, protein is just super important. It's like the one nutrient that you like, you, you can't live without. Yeah. Like you can go zero carb or zero fat and you'd be okay. But like, if you go zero protein it's like, you're going to wither away to nothing. Um, yeah. So yeah, it was kind of like long winded, but yeah, just like, don't be nervous, ask questions, you know, um, do what you know that you can do and push yourself when you feel like you can. Yeah. You know, and, um, yeah, yeah so that's the biggest, like this is actually like a fourth or fifth, whatever we're on. But like the biggest thing I see, and like I don't know so much in like younger people, but is um, failing to like progress. So, plateau. Yeah, so failing to um, enhance the difficulty or the weight of, and like I just remember, um, just people that I've heard, older people in our family you know, like they'll just be like, yeah, you know, I went in the gym and you know, I benched hundred pounds, three sets of 10. And like, that's a, like, they've been doing that for 20 years. Right. And it's like, you're not like, like, yeah, like you're exercising, which is good. But from like a strength muscle perspective, like it's like, you're doing nothing, but like it is better than not doing it. 
So wait. But I, I, okay, sorry. There is a point where like you can't, where you physically are unable to do more. Like there's going to be at that point, right? Right. Let's so let's say you start training when you're 18. By the mm -hmm. time you get to be 40, like your body can't lift 800 pounds, can't bench 800 pounds, right? So like, mm -hmm. what do you do when you feel like you have been working out like consistently for a long period of free, you know, years or decades? Like, how do you keep your workouts fresh and still build muscle? Yeah, so like, so that's like building muscle and strength are different. Okay. So they tend to go hand in hand, but you can build a lot of muscle without getting really strong per se. Oh, right. You'll still get strong, but like if you look at how bodybuilders train and then how like powerlifters train who like their whole sport is strength, whereas the bodybuilders whole sport is like, they don't care how it's much they lift. Hard. Like they do lift a lot because they're so massive, like they're like elite males and, um, yeah. but so yeah, you can, uh, I forget what the question was. So it's like, okay, okay. If you plateau, yes, yeah, so how to stay. So like one thing is like, like pick new goals. And this is like, I heard this guy, Mark Bell say this, he's like a strength coach, um, weightlifter and like, he'll just, you know, like, let me see how many, um, how much weight I can do for 15 reps on incline dumbbell bench. You know, like what's my max on that? So like most people like they, they just think of like bench squat and deadlift. Cause those are like the three big like movements, but just be like, you know, I'm going to train for how much weight I can do for 15 reps on incline bench or, you know, just pick anything and like, that can kind of like motivate you more. Um, Cause you're like, you're like, wow, I don't know what my um, 10 rep PR is on um, barbell split squats. But that like, if that makes sense, like it just kind of keeps it. it does, but like that is an achievable like thing it, after one day in the gym. Right. So if it's like, I guess, well, no, no, because well, you go, if you did that, then you would try and best it like the next time you do that. Well, yeah, like, like you would then like train to get better at that. Thing. It's just like an example. Like you can, you can just kind of like play games in right. the gym, and like, and in like running or cycling. Like you, um, you know, I want to see how fast I can run three hundred meters. Just like you know, no one in the world besides like a track athlete knows how fast they can do that but like it just kind of like gives you more ideas to play with and like yeah um like if that makes sense so like, so like you're gonna plateau um and the more fit that you get the less the improvements are if that makes sense right so you're really just doing it to maintain your plateau you're working out um, I don't know. I wouldn't, I think you're putting too much emphasis on this, like plateau. Um, I'm thinking like from like a, from a, from a strength perspective, like you're not going to be able to lift a car once you, you know what I mean? Yeah. But dude, you have 
no one like has to worry no average person has to worry about that because like they're no, so know. far off from that but i'm saying like just like when you plateau like what do you do like with the rest of your life as a, as a fitness to train do you know what i mean it's like maybe it's yeah, like you never get to the point where you're like i mean like yeah maybe with like aging like when you get to be you know 50 you know like you're probably not going to be breaking your prs in certain things but so if, like I'm, if that's the plateau that you mean then like that's just aging well, no, i guess i'm saying if it's, i'm like 30 let's i'm 35 so let's just say yeah i guess aging helps but let's just say i reach my peak at 38 but then to your point of like you know you could still be a very fit like 42 year old so like what mm -hmm. am i going to do from 38 to 42 that i'm just like i just i want to maintain that my peak right so until i start to like well no i mean i want to maintain that peak so like what, what do i do do you know what i mean i mean it's i think that um most people will not hit their true peak peak um i would you know people don't train hard enough in general there, to hit their true peak like is there an objective peak or is no, it just dependent it, on the it's person? like there's no like I, like I can't i can't like do an equation and say like you know you once you squat 400 pounds there's no way you'll ever squat or more yeah yeah like i like there's no way you can like someone can know that yeah prior and like there probably is like you know i will probably never be able to run a 13 minute 5k or you know i'll probably not never be able to squat 600 pounds you know like maybe but like i mean like naturally you know not without drugs like i just don't just like stuff like that but yeah like everyone has their i just don't think people i don't know like this peak that you speak of i don't think that um the average person that we're dealing with is really pushing those limits like the people that are like really at their peak are like the elite athletes right you know like and they know they're at their peak because their training is dialed in they've been doing it for years they've tried everything and like their performances just aren't getting better faster yeah. stronger you know it's just kind of a thing that happens you're like you know i've done all i could and yeah i would say more people don't reach their true potential than than do but if you do hit a plateau like plateaus are different than your true physical peak if right. that makes sense like everyone's gonna plateau and yeah you just have to keep just keep doing it like like um this guy andrew flat i used to uh, work with him in, in georgia he's a big um power lifter and he's big into research and exercise science but he was telling me that he's like yeah when you hit a plateau like let's say you get you squat 225 for 10 pounds and like you literally like you're stuck there like you can't go up any weight and what he told me is like just keep doing it for 10 reps week after week just um do more sets and he was like it has to get easier eventually yeah. like by definition like it has to and like so yeah you can like do more sets um just like 
like volume is such a big thing, which is like just doing more reps and sets. Um, right. Okay. So yeah, like there's different like ways to get over plateaus. I think it, it would like kind of get too in depth for this, but if people want to know about it, you know, I'd be happy to send them some stuff or DM. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the last question I think is just like, and we, you kind of touched on it briefly about, um, just like working out when you're traveling. I think just think that's such a very relatable thing for people to know. So like, is sure. it bringing a jump rope and like, what are the things that are, that'll actually like, or maybe the question is like, can you actually advance like, or become more fit when you are traveling or are you really just trying to maintain or is all you can do really just to maintain kind of where you are? No, I think you can definitely get more. And how, and what are like the it, top exercises that you would say? Um, well, I mean, it, it just depends like what you're, so like weightlifting wise, you probably are a little limited unless you just find a gym right in the talent. And I, I know like a lot of people that do that, that are really into weightlifting and like, like when they go travel, they just find a gym. Um, cause like hotel gyms, you know, once you're a certain strength, you know, it's, there's usually not enough there to, and these don't have like barbells and things like that. Um, so yeah, like probably weightlifting wise, you're just kind of maintaining, but then, or, or for strength, I would say, if you're just trying to like muscle mass, you know, you, you can take any weight and just go to failure. Um, so th there's like a lot of new evidence. This is like a kind of like a controversy at the moment, but it's like, if you do, let's say you do um, a, a hundred pounds on bench press to failure and it takes you 20 reps to get there, but then you do um, 150 pounds to failure and it, it takes you 10 reps. Um, the effect on like growing muscles the same. So like training to failure. So like training with low weights, um, as long as you go to true failure, it doesn't really matter which weight you use. So like that's a way that you can kind of still maintain. Um, and then there's, there's different strategies like blood flow restriction training. You can use light weights and gain muscle. Um, but like for like endurance stuff, I mean, traveling the only thing that really limits you is like if you're not eating right or you know jet lag and stuff like that but like if you're like a runner um you can do any running workout anywhere in the world i would think um so i don't you'd mainly just be limited just by the time spent not recovering and going through airports and not relaxing as much but as far as like the workouts themselves, if you can set aside the time. And they would be like, let's just say like you don't have access to a gym, right? It would be like running is a good workout. Um, or like if you bring a jump rope and just, you know, you can do a circuit of jump rope, body weight squats, push-ups, you know. Abs. Lunges, abs, um, you know, jump squats, yeah, you can definitely make it's just not like ideal. Like it's hard to say. You, like you kind of ask these like impossible questions that um, that they don't have like one answer. 
No, you were. It's just trying to be like a guide. You know what I mean? Like a guide. It's like a simple guide that someone can follow. That like. Yeah, and it like depends how much you're traveling too. Like if it's. Like yeah, it's it's going to be hard to get more fit if you're you know six months of the year you're on the road. Right. But like you can, it's just not. You probably won't make as much gains as you would if you weren't traveling and you right. had like a dialed in schedule at That's home. And you're on, yeah. So, um, yeah. Where can people find you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, let's see. I'm on Instagram at uh, SBL Systems and my name, two underscores, Sean Langan. What else? Um, I'm on Twitter a little bit, not as much. Um, yeah, and then uh, I have a Substack. People should subscribe. Oh yeah, tell us about your sub. Your sub. Back. So the Substack is like um, I really just like writing, and We're so like yeah. There's no really. It's basically just me, and I just um, think of an idea. And I just write about it. Um, usually it's like highlighting maybe like a research study and like trying to translate it um, awesome. as best as I can. Um, or just like topics I hear about and just want to write about it. Um, it's just good to kind of have some stuff out there to. We should also say that you've been published recently. Oh, yeah. More I've. Yeah. Oh, and. um. The New Yorker. The New Yorker. Yes. Yeah, so since our first interview that we did, yeah, um, I've been interviewed more. So I, I hope that I, um, my skills are better during this one. But, but yeah. Um, so like where I work is like really big into like heat stroke and um, the effects of like high temperatures. So every summer, we basically get just boatloads of calls. To our office yeah for magazines um people that want to write a story on the heat and health and stuff like that and my boss like can't do them all and some he's just like yeah it'd be like you can take this or yeah, just new yorker well that one was different um he did get interviewed for that i was just in the video but um but yeah like there's like a lot of um so i think i was was like interviewed for the um, insider a few times um, on like sweat, electrolytes, heat stroke. Um, who else? Uh, there was a recent one called the messenger. This, this was like a few weeks ago. They did a little story. Um, wow. You're very Googleable these days. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's cool. And I mean, I can't say that like it's, it's because of who I am. Like it's literally just because um, of where I work and my boss, um, he like, he looks out and, you know, he kind of provides us with, you know, chances to do things like that, that he doesn't need to do anymore kind of thing. It's he really takes like the big fish. He takes like the big stuff. Like, um, like HBO came and did a thing in our lab in oh, yeah. December and obviously like he's all over that 
you know, he's not no. going to put me on HBO. And I, not yet. I don't think he should have either. <laughs> not yet. But, you know, it must be very annoying for you because there is, I just tried to Google you. There's a, Brit a British journalist. Yep. He's really getting in there too. He goes like vol like like war zones and is taking up all the hits on Google. Yeah, he got kidnapped by the Taliban. Yeah. Is he okay? I don't know. But you know, it's kind of good. Like part of me like doesn't want to be found a little bit. So to, I think it's kind of nice. Cause like That's very daddy of you. Like dad like dad. Like that'll remain dad. forever. You know, like I will never probably become more famous than that guy. Maybe I will. Actually, yeah, I I might at some point, but I don't know. I believe in uh, you. Is is really unfortunate though. Like that picture popped up was like a selfie of him with like the gray hair. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. There kidnapped, he is. Kidnapped. Kidnapped. Yeah, like back in like two thousand six or something. Yeah, man. Um, um, but yeah, so the Substack, I just like to write, um, and you know, I'm getting better at it. I feel like sometimes I'm featured in a Substack article in a Substack. You article. are, you are, um, some of the concepts I feel like some lay people don't understand, but I try to like toss in some that are more simple and you know, it's like, it's hard to do. Like I give good journalists like props like like people that write stories you know it's hard um you do especially like translating science stuff is very hard and like digestible um language yeah no you are good at it that's for sure thanks buddy um now i'm googling myself to see what comes on oh uh, you got some uh you got Kyle Langan, the Vogel Group. You see him? Yeah, yeah. He needs to go. He's got a mitt on him, dude. That sucks. Nah, but you're up there. I'm, oh, your I mean, I'm your higher TikToks than come up. I know. Isn't that embarrassing? But I am higher than him. Oh, right. yeah. I think the who. What's the first hit you get when you type in Kyle Langan? Is the other uh, the Vogel Group? No. And then there's KyleJLangan.com, but I think okay. it's yours. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I should get a website. The Vogel Group is the first hit? God, my cookies must be tricking me into thinking that I'm more popular than I am. <laughs> it's probably for the best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's one thing that just really... You just can't figure out the answer to? Like something that like perplexes you about... Why... How you can... Subtract the day in your birthday to find out what year it is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, uh, no, I don't think, I mean, fitness-wise, I don't think there's anything that perplexes me. Yeah, I feel like I've been in more, like, for maybe past couple months, I've been in kind of, <laughs> in a more, like, just wrote, like, do it. Like, I haven't probably been pushing myself as much as I used to or yeah. would, want to but i don't know like fall is like i get so inspired in the fall like in from september to december i am like laser focused on being like motivated to like do a lot of stuff like yeah like work things like 
you know, brand like like writing, like gym, like all kinds of stuff. <laughs> so I feel like I'm really like locking into my my golden season. Because like in the summer, <laughs> I just want to party. Yeah. It's a, it's fine. You're like, I'm not trying to be like, you know, don't have any fun exercise all the time. But dude, I just like exercise is just like it's the shit, dude. You get I in like, like doing it. Yeah, like especially you just get in, in like a zone. Like I love the feeling of just like being like locked in on and like, a, like a nice day, dude. It's like the best. I hate talking to people in the gym. Like I am so like in the zone of like <laughs> cool, so you just threw a wrench in my whole thing about the novice person about people being nice in the gym. Oh. <laughs> I'm not a novice. You really said like 20 minutes ago, you're like, yeah, I would love to talk to somebody and help them out. <laughs> You're such a scum. <laughs> just I whatever. I'm yeah, I know just, what you mean. Yeah, like I just like am so like I guess I just don't want to have like a convert like I don't go like some people go to the gym to like socialize. Like yeah, I'm not to like, help that. someone, but like I don't want to like you know, I got other stuff to you know. For like, sure. Like if people it's like oh like I'll, like I'll spot you, like are you like are you done with that? Uh, but yeah, I'm not like I'm not trying to spend like two hours like and just like talk to someone after every set like that is not efficient. Yeah. 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 Like that's why for me, I don't really like, I haven't really been lifting as much. Um, I do like a lot of my stuff outside. Yeah. Alone. Desolate. It's great. It's great that dude. I just love, you know, getting the, like the flow state locking in. Yeah. It's the best, the best feeling in the world. Good, good for your mental health. We didn't really talk about that, but obviously. it is good for your. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I think. It, I mean, it's very good. There's like research on that, but yeah, I just think like anecdotally, um, you know, it's one of the best things you can do for your mental health. Um, I agree, and I'm very. My legs are very sore because I worked out yesterday. So thank you. Yeah, maybe go hop in the sauna, something. <laughs> Stretch a little bit, get loose. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining me today. No problem, man.